Dexter Worthington didn't set out to murder anyone. Nobody in his position would. He was an up-and-coming small businessman, and killing another human being would definitely be counterproductive to his goals. All he was doing was trying to ensure the growth of his company. But he killed, nonetheless. Holding the positions of president, CEO, CFO, and every other slot on the board of his firm, which is to say it was barely large enough to be called a firm, he hoped today was the day when he finally broke out, when he caught the wheel of a contract that would allow him to quit groveling for scraps at the military-industrial complex's table and start throwing out scraps of his own. The owner of a small aircraft maintenance firm called Icarus Solutions, a name Dexter thought incredibly clever, he had struggled to survive for years, barely earning enough to pay the rent for his hangar at the Sarasota airport. He had lived hand-to-mouth for so long he was no longer sure what the opposite would be, his privileged upbringing a thing of the past. The pressure had destroyed his marriage, although that had probably been preordained with his choice of bride who was used to the better things in life. He cursed the misfortune that arrived time and time again, convinced it wasn't his abilities but unseen forces conspiring to drive him into the grave. That all changed the day he met the prince. Seven months earlier, an aircraft from Saudi Arabia had landed in Sarasota, Florida, and a pompous delegation had exited, running through a spring shower to a caravan of limousines. They'd raced out of the airport without talking to anyone, and then one of the pilots had approached his hangar. He was an Aussie or Kiwi from his accent, and Dexter could tell he was upset, even if he tried not to show it. It turned out the aircraft had a maintenance issue, and nobody within the Sarasota Manatee Airport Authority was willing to help him in the timeline required. The pilot said the Prince would be in the area for only about four hours, and he wouldn't be pleased if his plane wasn't airworthy when he returned. Dexter had agreed to help, and one thing led to another, until a crown prince of the House of El Saud was personally thanking him. The entourage then left in the same flurry in which it had arrived, and Dexter found himself standing next to the one Saudi Arabian who'd remained behind. His name was Tariq bin Abdulaziz, and he was the reason for the prince's visit. The son of an incredibly influential Saudi financier, Tariq lived in Sarasota and wanted to learn to fly. Strangely enough, they'd bonded through that mutual love of aviation, with Tariq showing up for coffee each morning just to watch the airplanes come and go. Somewhere in the conversations, Dexter had mentioned that he had failed to secure a single government contract in the entire time he'd been in business, and that Icarus Solutions was on its last legs. Tariq had smiled knowingly, explaining that Dexter didn't understand how such things worked, and took the time to show in detail the slimy underbelly of government deal-making. And now Dexter was committed. Driving up to the access control point for Tariq's neighborhood, he wondered if he'd made a mistake. Didn't matter, because it was too late to do anything about it now. He gave his name and identification to the guard manning the gate. The guard looked at it, compared it to a board in the shack, 
then handed him a pass. Dexter put it on the dash, then drove his Honda Civic through the gates of Tariq's posh neighborhood, hoping the darkness would hide the dents and gouges on the Civic's battered frame.